back with another actual play session for your enjoyment. Since August of 2016 till the present, currently April of 2017, our group has been playing another long-form campaign, in this case Deadlands Noir, a Savage World system game. The players are consistent in this one, with Richard, Nick, Jameis, Sharon, and Chris playing in most episodes. Tonight, Session 1, Part 1 of our Noir game is up in the feeds. We're calling this campaign the Dark Heart of the City. Enjoy! We are back for the first time with our Deadlands, uh, the Dark Heart of the City, a Deadlands noir game. Uh, so we have a new cast of characters, uh, a returning player, and we're just going to go through and uh, go down the list here. Jameis is playing. Am I? Yes, I would hope so. I am playing Anise Villain-Villaine. Got to change the name now. <laughs> a young cat burglar in the city of Narlands. Who? There you go. I was trying to get to where my character sheet is and stuff, so I can actually remember what the hell's going on with it. Oh, yes, that's right. She's a psyker. However, she's quite good with the uh, alleviating others of their positions they no longer need, whether they know that or not. And, and I don't know what my cards are. Uh, we are not using cards in this. This is a, a dark setting. The cards are player-centric and player-helpful. We are not doing helpful player <laughs> in this game, so no cards. Uh, Richard. That's me. I am playing Kai Lu, who is a descendant of Shanjian Lu. She is the unlucky, hot-headed Native American slash Chinese bootlegger. Uh, I don't know. Is unlucky at things, which is unfortunate. Don't you also people just die around you? Unlucky. Mis- <laughs> mysteriously perish, particularly whenever you start fighting, they just explode. And our interrupting voice belongs to Nick, oh. who is playing. Me? Ah. <laughs> ah, I'm playing Jack Vance. Uh, I am a man on a mission uh, of vengeance and violence. I am playing a grifter uh, who has, of course his obsessions that he needs to feed. Uh, he's a very attractive young man, and he, the power flows through him. Um, and, of course, he is poor. He's wanted in connection with some unpleasantness up north. Um, nothing that no one ever needs to talk about or know about or anything like that. And um, someone is... He is hunting someone, and someone is hunting him. And it just depends on who catches who first, on how that's going to work out. Okay. But both want death for the other. Dun, dun, dun. And Chris. I am playing Samuel Edward Figs, a very young 18-year-old police do-gooding police officer. Okay, sounds good. And last yep. but not least, Sharon. Uh, I am playing uh, Franny Lewis, a descendant, distant cousin of uh, Richard Lewis and Sarah Beauchamp, and she has run off to New Orleans to become a lounge singer. Very good. 
And I'm Bert, the GM for this fiasco of a game. So, we are starting Friday. No, no, no. Fiasco is a different game. <laughs> yeah, we're playing Fiasco? I high-fived Jameis over the internet for having so that starts. big joke. I think we were all going to make that joke. That is disappointing. Uh, yeah. Originality. It is Friday the 6th, 1935. Headlines in the Times today. The first automobile to exceed 300 miles per hour, driven by Sir Malcolm Campbell, clocking in at a hefty 301.337 miles per hour. Andrew Verapapa sets the bowling record of 2,652 points in 10 games. Otto Kidding, the trumpeter-composer, uh... Okay, well, Bert forgot to write down. He's in the paper for some reason. <laughs> Yay! That text block is blurry. Yeah. Uh, prominent deaths today. Johannes uh, Angent, the Bishop of Harlem, in place from 1928 to 1935, dies today at the age of 62. These are the uh, top uh, first page of the Times newspaper. Is and that the we... headline? He dies today. Does he wake up, read it, and go, oh, crap? I got out of <laughs> Tomorrow's headlines will say Bishop resurrected today. <laughs> uh, so that's from the Times. The other newspaper that uh, is circulating around is, in fact, the Tombstone Epitaph. Uh, notable entry today is a Charles Trevain, a wealthy archaeologist and patron of the arts, has his mummified hand stolen from collection, as well as various other sundry and improbable things that this magazine covers. Uh, the Tombstone Epithet has kind of evolved into like the in National Enquirer or like Star uh, newspapers of today. Uh, lots of things like, you know, had Elvis's baby uh, <laughs> sort of. Uh, it seemed to be uh, it seemed to be a rag of little repute, but is still around. Um, hey, just to say, I think it should be the Tom's Picayune of New Orleans, but I'm not <laughs> sure. Percent sure if it was back in the day. I know today it's the Times Picayune mm -hmm. from my time in Dawes. Yeah, that that sounds just fine. Uh, so those are the prominent headlines today, uh, and I am going to keep pretty uh, pretty tight control of the time uh, timeline, etc. So keep note that is, is today is Friday the sixth, nineteen thirty five. Uh, what month? What month? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. this is the month of September. Oh, good. It is somewhat livable outside. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, no mentions of a hurricane? Nope, no particular weather events. Uh, I just pulled this from, uh, I pulled up some newspapers uh, during, uh, this is the other reason I'm keeping track of time, like events that are going out, picking things from like uh, uh, popular people that have died, sports, music, entertainment, just top headlines from that particular day. Okay. No, 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 no. I was just asking just to make sure that we're not going to be all washed away in the flood. Yep. The Times Picayune was established in 1914. Yes, it's the Times Picayune. I also was researching that in the background. Yes, all right. So. Okay. So our story begins. Uh, this is a Friday night, actually. This is uh, 9 p.m. at the Dill Pickle Club. Uh, where Anise Villain, uh, Villain and Franny Lewis uh, are billed as performing tonight. Uh, Jack Stewart, you are meeting Samuel Figgs here, uh, looking for some information. And Kai Lu, you're happy to drop off a shipment of booze uh, from your boss to the uh, Miss Mooney, who runs this club here. And we're going to start off with Jack. 
Um, you're needing some help tracking down a lead, and you require the services of a, quote, good cop. What's that lead, and why do you need a cop? What do you have to, have to offer Samuel in return? Uh, there was a man who was arrested, um, and it is well known within the criminal underworld that he was a fixer for a various mysteri- mysterious figure in the underworld. And um, he is... Uh, he was ranting about that before the guards beat him almost to death. I would like to have access to either what this man said or access to this man. So I need the police officer. Um, and I am willing to uh, reveal to him who pulled the recent caper uh, with the small matter of the, the uh, stolen, uh, I'm sorry, the hijacked cart, mail cart that had some payroll in it. Well, that uh, actually fits in pretty nicely as uh, Samuel. uh, Jax asked you for a meet after work. Uh, It's a good thing he asked you, actually, because you've been having some problems on the beat lately. There have been many burglaries around town, uh, and you're having a really hard time nailing down what's going on. The precinct won't send out an actual detective, and the residents are all kind of looking to you for help as you've been the helpful sort. They know you, you're a fixture in the area, and you genuinely care about the people that live on your beat. Uh, unfortunately, you're really not a good investigator, and you've got no leads. Yep, that's me. <laughs> and, and and just for the record, the cops did not beat him almost to death. Somebody else beat him, but it was not the police. He had a rough they ride. He had a very rough ride. It, it could be. It could be. But the police Those cars and the potholes, it's a terrible thing. They should really fix it. Yes, and... And the pa- and the uh, paving stone streets, yeah, it, you know, sometimes they get bounced around. But I've never heard of a police officer beating somebody. No, never. Not even in a million years. We're on the same page here. Perfect. We'll let you guys yes. get uh, back to your conversation in a bit here. But, uh, uh, Jack, you were the first one here. Uh, this club is pretty packed. Uh, they've got a couple of good acts playing tonight. There's a band warming everyone up. Liquor is flowing as it normally does. Where would you have picked a table? I would have picked a table uh, near an exit where I could put my back up against the wall and I could observe the crowd. I'm not really terribly concerned about acoustics, but I am concerned about traffic flow and keeping it down. So that way I am uh, less visible and I can see other people. Okay. So I'm probably near back corner. Something of that nature. Okay. Samuel, you're off-duty. How do you dress off-duty? and you do, do you normally carry your piece with you? Um, I do... I, no, I do not carry my piece, but I do have a small backup gun on my shin. Mm. Or my cap. Okay. So that backup gun would not be registered by the police. So it's something you would have paid for. Uh, and on your $75 stipend that we're shooting the, starting the game with, uh, you can afford, oh, you can actually afford a few things. Um, how nice of a gun is this? You might not want to afford a terribly nice gun. <laughs> no, you might it's not want to bring your work. For, for a $20 bill, you can own a Star Pocket, which is a .25. Semi-auto. Um, 
<laughs> I'm going to yeah. chuck bullets at him. <laughs> a thirty-eight revolver for twenty-five, and of course you can get these at half price if you buy them at a pawn store or a <laughs> second-hand store. You should probably yeah your the uh, the Smith and Wesson thirty-eight. All right, and are you uh, you buy this um, new or did you buy this second-hand? Second-hand. All right, so because I can't afford new. <laughs> yeah, I would just make sure you buy it from a reputable pawn shop, you know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, mark off twelve fifty from your starting funds, and you can certainly have that. Guy even threw in a box of ammo for you. Oh, they're so nice. Also second hand as they're reloads. I <laughs> <laughs> might not want to strap a thirty eight to your calf. That is no good. <laughs> All right, uh, Kylo. Well. Uh, we're going to move on. I'll let you guys have your conversation uh, on your particular topics in a moment. I just want to get everyone in the scene. So, Kailu, uh, you just returned from a uh, run, dropping off some booze to Arkansas, which is a dry state. Um, so you're doing a, your normal running there. Uh, while you were there, however, you witnessed a murder. You didn't think anyone saw you, but you didn't hang around to find out. You get the dead man's wallet on your person and a cool $20 bill as well. Who's the dead man? What did you see? Ooh, $20. Well, I'm eating well tonight. So you've got his wallet. What is it? Who is he? You've got his ID there. Who is this guy? Um, He was a police officer. Ooh. He was obviously one of the ones which wasn't paid off or was paid off but ignored the instructions and came to the place by mistake as well. And somebody gunned him down in the before um, we turned up. It was just all the disposing of the body now. Oh no, if I witnessed the murder, mm -hmm. it would have happened as I was turning up. And they gave me the wallet to say, keep quiet, you didn't see anything, right? That's sweet. Okay, so you've got uh, his wallet, I'm going to see you've got his shield too. Ooh. Exciting. All right, very nice. And uh, so you're you're back here, and uh, after you've made your run to Arkansas, you were just told uh, there's an extra box of booze in the trunk. Go take that down uh, to the Dill Pickle Club. Give it to Miss Mooney. Get an invoice. And that's why you are here. Uh, Anise and Franny, both of you owed a favor to Miss Mooney, and uh, she called in her marker tonight. Uh -huh. <laughs> What? Several. <laughs> so we'll start with Denise. So, uh, what leverage does Miss Mooney have on you that she can have you show up at her club uh, <laughs> with with barely an hour notice? I'm going to go for the obvious one, and that she knows I'm a psycho. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And she's not really. She's not interested in turning me in for anything, especially when she can get more money out of me by doing acts at a club. <laughs> But yeah, I'm just going to just 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 take the easy route to see if she knows. Okay. Because she should definitely know that I turn up and change wigs and stuff. And go bald head. Wait a minute. <laughs> that means things. And Franny, what does Miss Mooney have over you? Um, basically, she lent me enough money to get some decent clothing and uh, some food since. Uh, all of my possessions got stolen on the way down to New Orleans, and I really don't want to go crawling back to my family to tell them that. Okay, good enough. It wasn't me you went to, then. <laughs> okay, uh, 
So they've got a uh, a, a mildly good band uh, that's basically warming up the evening. The really good acts don't start until after ten o'clock. Uh, New Orleans is a very New Orleans is a very uh, late night kind of city. Doesn't really come alive until after midnight in a lot of places. Um, again, the band is a big band era, uh, so they're playing popular hits at the time. Uh, clarinetist is blaring away on the stage now. A lot of people are, you know, it's background music. They're, they're good enough not to irritate, but not so good that you'd remember. Uh, crowd is pretty good tonight. The Dill Pickle Club, um, is in the French Quarter. Uh, this area is, uh, it's a good melting plot of different ethnicities uh, and wealth levels that come down here. A lot of the wealthy come here to slum it, uh, catch the newest in music and the hottest things uh, that are considered to be uh, not proper for those of status and wealth. Uh, this is a club that's known to cater to that sort of thing, uh, known to be safe but edgy <laughs> amongst that crowd. And um, Anise, uh, the band finishes up their last number and you're given an introduction uh, what is your stage name and how do they introduce you uh, I'm just trying to think how to phrase it now uh, damn you putting us to spot where she have to make us think <laughs> I know you've seen her before but she's ready to take your hearts and your wallets she's the villain of the piece Miss Villain nice. she comes out in this rather well, she's only 17, so she's not wearing a, a small, small cut uh, outfit or anything, but, you know, tight enough that it gets away with distracting people. And also, that's why she wears a large red, red wig, because that's also rather distracting. Okay. Um, how are you dressed? Very showy. Um... Moderately showy. I'm not going to go for the uh, classic mm-hmm. um, sort of jazz singer. Uh, Swimsuit type thing. Okay. It's more than that. And what does your act consist of? Like, uh, things the... appear, things appearing in strange places. And, oh, I'm sure I had my uh, wallet, particularly wallets and stuff go missing from people's pockets. Because that's what my performance skills are around is a big pocket. Sure. So it's definitely going to be around sort of things appearing in strange places. And, oh, yeah. you held this over here. And, oh, look, yeah, it's over here. Sort of thing. All right. I'm going to add one thing to your uh, to your show is that there's a piano player in the background that uh, does uh, dramatic swellings and uh, does like folly music when you're finding uh, uh, you're picking someone's uh, pocket and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, sir, are these yours? And you unstring a bunch of sheepskin <laughs> condoms or things like that. <laughs> and uh, the, the guy in the background plays a little folly music on the piano as this goes on. Uh, go ahead and give me your perform roll. Let's see how well you do. Uh, where's my character sheet? There we go. I get a plus two because it's my thing. Boom! Okay. And so that's modified by however much you're able to draw, either four or five dollars, depending on your... uh, Talented says five dollars. Okay, so you make a pretty good amount of money tonight. Uh, so there's, there's, uh, interludes where the performers will do things like either they'll have a manager that passes a hat around or, uh, in, in your case, uh, you know, people, uh, since you have to work the crowd a little bit to do your prestidigitation and your sleight of hand, uh, we'll just simply, uh, I don't know, maybe you've got a place on your, uh, costume where people can, <laughs> uh, slide bills or whatever. Uh, however you want <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your your thing goes on for a while, uh, for a while, entertaining the crowds there. And so let's uh, yeah. let's go over to the table with uh, Jack and Samuel. And now, is that fifty dollars I get? Is that before or after Mooney's cut? 
<laughs> that's your cut. That's what you walk home with. Okay. She because she definitely gets a cut because it's her place. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, that's what you walk home with. Right. <clears throat> okay, so let's go to that table with uh, Jack and Samuel. I'll let you guys uh, do a little bit of role playing on what it is you're looking here, Jack, and uh, Samuel can relay his issues. Well, uh, Officer, it's uh, Officer Figs. It's good to see you again. I'm glad that you accepted my invitation to this lovely club. She is uh, quite the show, isn't she? Yes, she is, Mr. Vance. She definitely is. Maybe a little too young to be in a place like this, but, you know, at least she's not out on the streets. Of course, of course. Uh, However, while I didn't catch you to uh, exactly only socialize tonight, you see, I'm concerned about a man. There is a uh, figure uh, who was arrested in your precinct. He's a man of some knowledge that I would like to question, if possible. And I'm willing to do a freak quo pro quo. Uh, I've heard that you've had some um, trouble with some burglaries in the neighborhood. And maybe I could point you to a figure that you could interrogate and move on from there with it. Yeah, I mean, we have had some problems in the neighborhood. Um, so, yes. How would you know about the burglaries if you're oh. not involved with them. Oh, a friend of a friend. These figures, they, they're they so chatterbox. It's almost like they're parrots. As soon as they're free of their constraints, they just won't stop talking. It's all about who you know. I smile winning. So why, so why do you want to talk to this person? And well, which person is it? Because it, there's been quite a bit that have been arrested in the, in the neighborhood. Well, uh, he goes, um, he's a small, weedy kind of fellow with a limp in his left leg by the name of Michael. One eye looks to the right, one eye looks straight at you. It's hard to miss. And uh, the, the reasons why I want to discuss it, of course, it's a personal matter. I hope you understand. Why, there's always a personal matter. <clears throat> not not well, business. What is it personal to you? It's not business. It's personal. And I would like to keep it that way. So you're you're more like family and you just want to talk to them? Something like that, yes. A friend of a friend. Okay, I'm going to pause you guys there. Um, and <clears throat> the act of uh, Miss Villain finishes up. And uh, the singer... Uh, Franny Lewis takes the stage. How are you introduced? Sharon? Very simply, just ladies and gentlemen, Miss Franny Lewis. Mm. And uh, what is Franny, how is Franny dressed? Franny is dressed um, close to the height of fashion for a club singer, but not quite the height of fashion. Um, if you look very closely, you can see that it's all um, knockoffs, imitations, but it looks very good from a, from a distance. Okay. And uh, what does your show look like? Um, it is a standard, like, singing, slightly risque, but not very, not very much. Uh, she's going to rely more on her actual voice than on any kind of uh, stage show. 
so to speak. Okay. And uh, are you a cappella, or do you have musical accompaniment? Um, I've got a uh, pianist and a clarinetist. Hmm, okay. All right. Well, Miss uh, Franny uh, Briggs, do you do uh, do you do current uh, songs or do you Cur- you do current? Okay, breaks into uh, one of the new uh, modern uh, swing pieces. We'll say. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds good. And uh, go ahead and give us a roll. Let's see how well you wow the crowd tonight. Okay. I hope this works. I so hoped you were going to say, "Give us a song." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but if you've got the talented edge, you get plus two. You perform. Oh, okay. So that's the mo- that's uh, input in the modify. Yeah. Unlike fantasy grounds, you can't oh, make it default sh- Ah, crap. Okay, hang on. Uh that just actually. Hang on. Uh be one second here. So, Bert, um, I saw that a it was possible for us to purchase a submarine. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think we can afford a submarine. I mean, you know, there's a fording, and then there's a fording. In the same way, I'll be able to afford that sonic okay. m- Dude, oh. tell me you don't want that. That is a heck of a roll. You you aced your uh, your wild die <laughs> twice. It looks like yeah. Wow, that is a lot of money you're bringing in tonight. <laughs> Uh, everybody actually, uh, the noise, the general noise of the bar, uh, kind of subsides a little as Franny breaks into, uh, newest, one of the newest songs just released last week and, uh, everyone stops, uh, the conversation kind of slowly stops and everyone starts just transfixed, uh, at Franny on the stage as her, uh, beautiful voice just, uh, belts out, uh, this new, uh, raw licking song. It's got a great beat. Uh, people, some people do start dancing, um, to it as well, which is what you do to swing music, although it's not pretty common in this club. Uh, some people do, uh, and, and after the first couple comes out to the floor, uh, some people start moving, uh, aside some of the furniture a little bit and a few more people come out. And pretty soon, uh, there is a fairly large group of people dancing, uh, to the rhythm and the beautiful singing of, uh, Miss Franny. And when the song finally comes to an end, there's a rousing uh, standing ovation. People asking for an encore. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's it's one of the, the highlights that this bar has seen in a very long time. Miss Mooney even uh, gives you the nod. It's uh, getting praise from her. is not an often seen thing. Ooh. <laughs> Drinks are... Uh, as soon as you leave the stage, many admirers are coming up to you, uh, purchasing drinks and <laughs> uh, asking you to come and, uh, you know, sit a spell, talk, etc. cetera. Uh, as many admirers, both male and female, come out. How old is Franny? Franny's about maybe 22. How old does she look, we should say? <laughs> maybe, looks about maybe 19. Okay. The party of the youngsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kailu, as uh, this is going on, uh, Miss Mooney is also enraptured for you know, several uh, moments before she gets back to business. Come and on. Clink <laughs> uh, some bottles together. Yeah. Uh, writes you off a receipt. Uh, gives you, uh, slides you a $5 bill for your troubles. Ooh, thanks. 
Yeah. Essentially, <laughs> what's going on that? is uh, the mob that you work for is providing her with uh, alcohol that is uh, <clears throat> not taxed. Uh, <laughs> so she's she's buying it under the sly, saving herself a little bit from the tax man. And uh, occasionally she tips you for your efforts. So she slides you a five. And, uh, uh, you know, so if you're off duty, uh, what do what do your friends call you? Do they call you Kai Lu? Kai? Lu? Kai. Kai. Okay. Yeah, Kai, if you're an off Americanized duty. name where Lou is the surname. Kai, if you're off duty and you want to hang around, I might have a, a job or two for you afterwards. Uh, you're welcome to go to the kitchen and find something to eat. Uh, I slide back 25 cents and take one of the beers out of the crate that I just delivered to her. Mm-hmm. And drink it. While. Yep, I can, can do that. Yep. <clears throat> All right, sounds good. Um, back to the table with uh, Jack and Sam. <clears throat> uh, did you have anything else that you guys wanted to uh, play out? Uh, well, actually, I guess you you haven't concluded this yet. Uh, no. Uh, you, you're, you're, no. You're trying to get uh, uh, Samuel to figure out a way to let you in. We'll say for expedience sake that uh, Precinct 19, that's your precinct, yes. uh, Samuel, is where the guy is actually being held came in actually as you were coming off shift so uh, you actually know the guy that Jack is talking about he just went through central booking a few hours ago well Mr. Vance I mean all you have to do is go down to the precinct and say you're part of the family well, and you want to talk to him there, there's the trouble you know, that's, of that's the way to do it <laughs> there, that's the, the right the, way of doing it there's the very slight trouble that um, other members of the family are not quite as eager as I am to see Mr. Michael's long-term health. And if they discover that I was looking in to seek to speak to him, they would be interested in hmm, causing me a sickness. So I need it to be quiet. So you want me to sneak you in to talk to this gentleman? <laughs> sneak is such a silly word. Um... There's a backdoor entrance way. You uh, you let me in. I talk to the warden for a few moments, and then I can talk to Mr. Michael. It's a very quick process. I'll be in and out within 30 minutes. Yes, but that's not the way to do it. That's not the proper way of getting to talk to a person. But that's you want in the precinct. To, you want to know my information. And this... It's not, no one gets hurt, there's no bad things, no law gets violated, just my name stays yep. off. But Mr. Vance, I cannot have you roam around the, the precinct alone. By my word if of I, honor, I will not do so. If I bring you in, I need to keep an eye on you, so you don't go around. That's quite fine, you can come with me to see the warden. The sergeant on staff. I, I, you fellas call her, and you get what you want, and I get what I want, and no one gets hurt. Do you? Beginning of the sh- beginning of the shift. I'll meet you right around the corner and bring you in. I'll be there thirty minutes early. It's a pleasure as always. Yes, it has. I shake his hand. All right. Yeah, I shake it back. 
<clears throat> so as you guys are concluding this, um, I want um, uh, Samuel, Jack, Kai to all make me notice rolls. <clears throat> you guys specifically, because you've been around this sort of thing before and you kind of kind of wise to it. So I will allow you guys to make notice rolls. Yes. Yes, wow, I, I succeed with the rays. Mm, okay. <clears throat> um, let's see. So Richard, Nick, uh, well, all of you pass. Some of you give it a raise. Uh, so Sam, uh, a couple guys come in, uh, very wide shoulders, uh, wearing pretty pretty good evening wear, actually. Uh, you're noticed, uh, mostly what you notice, though, is <clears throat> the shoes. Uh, the guys are wearing pretty uh, beaten up uh, shoes that you'd see more uh, likely to find on a dock worker uh, than on, on guys that are dressed so nicely like this. So that's what you notice. Um Kai and uh, Nick, uh, the thing that both of you noticed is that what they're wearing, uh, they're wearing vests uh, underneath that fancy clothes. And you guys definitely see the bulge of some large guns uh, that they're toting as well. Oh, Mr. Figs, are you ready? I'm sorry, Officer Figs, are you ready for some more entertaining music? Oh, I definitely am. The they past have, two they- acts have been really nice. They have some vests on. I would expect some unpleasantness that's about to go down. Perhaps you would like to see if you could head this unpleasantness off? Oh, those gentlemen, they're just trying to dress nice for a very nice evening out. Most people don't wear armored, bulletproof vests for their evening out, unless they're expecting to need them. Awfully unpleasant. As you guys are talking, they ha- they, you're heading to the bar. Uh, people are they're they're pretty much uh, just pushing people out of the way. Not so much that people are falling around them, but uh, gentle pushes. And when people turn to uh, voice some outrage, uh, they quickly uh, <laughs> close lip and uh, turn away. And uh, they kind of push their way to the bar. And they seem to be. Uh, Asking for something at the bar. Um, this is after Franny's gone off the stage and the house band is taken up to doing their mediocre background <laughs> sound going on. Uh, when when Mr. Vance tells me about the armored vests, do I notice them or am I still just... Uh, you notice them, uh, but again, you don't notice that they're packing heat. Uh, after he points out that they're wearing vests, you can kind of see that they, you know, their clothing's a bit bulkier than normal. Uh, it's still not something that you're completely familiar with. Um, I will say that they are not uh, faces you recognize, so they're not wanted. They're not on the wanted lists anywhere. Uh, you don't typically deal with uh, gang-related activity, so you're not too familiar with the gangs in the area, unless you took Streetwise. Did you do that? No. No, okay. So yeah, I, you're well, not, I have a, I have a D- I have a D6 in Streetwise. You do have Streetwise. Well, you can give me a roll. You might recognize these guys. I also have Streetwise. Uh, you're welcome to do so. If Kai has it as well. In case no, so. I don't recognize it at all. I'll go Streetwise. Oh, so you haven't Actually, seen anything. I haven't seen yeah. anything, though. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. I could also ask, when you say vest, you're talking about bulletproof vest rather than a vest, right? Right. Okay, just double-checking. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> And how many are there? Uh, there are four of these guys. Ooh. 
I'm going to go with my hindrance of schmuck mm-hmm. and say that these people are not going to do that. <laughs> this is too nice of a place for people to do that. Well, then, even if they happen to cause some noise, perhaps we should move our conversation and our entertainment a little closer to the bar. I point this out to Miss Mooney. I'm saying, Ooh, looks like you've got some important visitors. Hmm, okay. Uh, Miss Mooney actually looks up to see you know, what you're talking about. Uh, you see her eyes go a little wide, and she starts edging towards the back room. Uh, you see she's drawn a very small holdout pistol. And this isn't the job you were going to offer me later? <clears throat> she, uh, she's a little mothery towards you. So she kind of stays with her. She's like, scram, Kai. This is about to get ugly. <laughs> and uh, she's she's trying to use uh, cover of the, the, the liquor boxes that have been delivered and some of the other storage to kind of go out the back way. I lean back in the stool. Imagine these stools with the backs, mm-hmm. so that I can just raise it up to two legs and just sit there with my hands behind my head, just waiting to see what happens. Okay, you're close enough that you can overhear the guys that pushed their way to the front. Uh, they are talking to the bartender and asking for Miss Mooney in a rather stern voice. Did someone not pay her bill to come on? In? All right. I do not believe anyone passed the street rise rolls. No, we did not. I, didn't, I did not make one. We all failed. Nope. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, Franny, you're too involved with people buying you drinks, uh, which you may or may not imbibe. It does help to pickle you. <laughs> That's true. And this is called the Dill Pickle Club, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's probably the same thing. Uh, you did well enough that some people are interested in your craft and uh, buying you uh uh, some drinks as well. Since you're a performer, they assume that you're of age. <laughs> Not that that means a lot in this current no, game. No, so. no. <laughs> yeah. I, I look at the post boy. <laughs> the pa- newspaper yes. boy right over there. <laughs> and their kids. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Good on you. So, Mr. Figs, or Officer Figs, would you perhaps like to get a closer vantage point? Sure. Sounds like a good idea. All right. So you guys are getting closer to the bar? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Um, as you do, uh, two of them, uh, we'll say the guy on the far right and one on the far left, both turn around to the crowd. Uh, they've both got their jackets opened, um, which does show a bit of the uh, bulletproof vest beneath. Um, you can definitely see the large bulge of guns, which they are not reaching for yet, but they are opened up their clothing enough that it would be uh, an easy reach if they need to. The two uh, that are facing the bar, one is having a heated conversation with the bartender. <clears throat> Kai, he's saying, I'm sorry, Miss Mooney isn't here tonight. And the guy's like, cut your crap, kid. We know she's here. She owes us money. And uh, we need to see them greens. Yeah, the you other guy. just missed her. She <laughs> went out. She said she was getting something for the ugly one. But looking at the three of you, can't tell which one she was talking about. I think he deserves a Benny for that. That's good. That's a good one. Uh, was that a... Yeah, take a Benny. <clears throat> was that a taunt, by the way? Uh, yeah, we can do it as a taunt. That's yeah. fine. Go ahead, give me a roll. Yeah, how many Bennies do we start with? Uh, three. three. And they're all just plain white ones. There are no colors in this version. I just need to note. Racist. I actually have them. They Actually, there just, is oh, one other uh, chip, and that's a legend chip. 
Uh, these are a little different than Deadlands. Um, okay, Tot. Yep, not particularly good at that right now. Still learning my way around. But a 15! Wow. Wow! 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 That is so many explosions. (coughs) Wow, okay. Um, yeah, so this gets the guy a little riled, um... And uh, he, he he slips on a pair of brass knuckles, and uh, he, he takes one step towards you. And the other guy grabs his bicep, looks at you, and says, <laughs> Smart mouth, kid. And uh, he rolls around in his pocket, pulls out uh, uh, pulls out a 50-cent piece, and kind of just thumbs it over to you as it arcs in the air. He says, no, uh, he says uh, yeah, smart mouth, kid. Uh, why don't you scram? I like it right here. Two more, I say, putting the 50 cent piece across the bar for the bottom. All right. Um, Kai Lu looks like a really young kid, right? Uh, 20. Oh, okay. No, you don't look like a kid. But uh, reasonably short, wearing a uh, new cap. Okay. Uh, no, I'd say you probably do. Okay. All right, so after he, uh, he's tossed the coin to you, the one guy is still looking murder at you as he's got, you know, gripping this uh, brass knuckle in his hand. Uh, his friend uh, slaps him on the shoulder and says, Well, looks like Miss Mooney doesn't want to keep up with her commitments. You know what this means, boys? Uh, and they all reach into their coats. Oh, Officer Biggs. <laughs> I do believe we have an altercation here. I will throw, I will chunk the stone I've been throwing up and down. All right, so those that you have taken notice and have been wary of what's going on, I'll let you have a free round. Do whatever you want. Uh, the rest of you that were being otherwise engaged will be, uh, you will you will take advantage of this after the fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so go right ahead, Nick and uh, um, Chris. And so I have stones that look like flashbang grenades, <laughs> so long as no one looks too closely at them, mm-hmm. of course. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, I'm going to just chunk it right in the middle of the group. I have a medium stun. Uh, shocks those within a medium burst template. Wow. Okay, a medium burst template is going to get a, you know, is this going to get a good dozen or more people, including the bartender, uh, some hanger-ons at the bar, these four guys. Um, Richard, roll a die. Just any die. Even odd. Even you're, you're close. Odd, you're just outside. Uh, okay. But they are... I, I do notice violence as a just thing. outside the range. Okay, just making sure. Um, all right, so you you toss one of these things. Uh, yep. <laughs> clink 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 clink. Chris, uh, what are you doing? Walking up to them oh. with my hands. <laughs> well, I don't know what you're doing, so right. Exactly. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Telling them, you know, calm down, calm down. You don't need it. There's no violence needed. <laughs> Okay, so you're essentially walking into the blast zone, not knowing what's going on. Uh, how's Kai yes. reacting to this? You definitely know they're reaching for guns. You, you've seen this more times than you care to... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm picking up one of the two bottles I just ordered mm-hmm. and chunking it <laughs> one of the guys' heads. So, yep. <laughs> oh, good right. grief. I'm going to say that. Uh, I'm gonna say those, those, those things all go on kind of at once here. Okay, so uh, uh, Richard, uh, you throwing the bottle or are you just going to crack it over his head? He's probably oh, close throwing enough. Throwing it. You're throwing it. Give me a throwing roll. I'm trying to do this from sitting down. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Finish the beer, chuck the bottle. <laughs> Pretty much. Is there going to be a, um, a 
singer that's going to start singing to the fight. <laughs> and try and boo everybody. Okay, uh, that will hit the guy right in the noggin. We'll say it's going to do uh, probably the same as a, you know, a club. Uh, what's your strength? Let's do it as a, you know, it's going to be the so strength, strength plus D4. Or yeah. yeah, go ahead. Um, some damage huh, how do we do damage? Hmm. On here. Oh, I see. Range damage. There it is. Oh my For God. those listening, that we're using roll 20 tonight as I'm having some issues with my ISP and fantasy ground. So we're right, that is not to... doing it correctly because it's only... I don't know, actually. Hmm. I don't it's... know what throwing damage is. I don't think I've ever thrown anything because that rolled 1d4, but it did what not it... roll my strength as well. So I don't know. Uh, I would just put it in as... What is your strength? Yeah, I... Yeah, just go ahead and roll your strength. There you go. So eight points of damage there. Eight points of damage. All right. Uh, It actually stuns him. Uh, (laughs) Possibly because he is not expecting such a slip of the thing to... uh, Sit down. And it hits him right between the eyes. Uh, And just as that happens, happens, and uh, off-duty Officer Figs is uh, is striding forward, uh, (laughs) there's a, a, a plop and a rolling sound as uh, this uh, <laughs> grenade, grenade drops right in front of the bar and goes off. So you, uh, I've described how many people are in range. What does it do for damage? Uh, it does nothing what? for damage. It just it, stuns. What's the tripping? Yeah. It is uh, basically a basically like a flashbang. Okay. It's it just a large cacao. Light sound. Light and sound. Sound of fury. So does it sound does it sound like screams of people trapped in houses burning to death? Possibly. There's possibly that. <laughs> it sounds like someone just threw a ghost rock. Um, a uh, ghost rock uh, flash bang. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so what is its effect? Does it stun people? It, yes, yeah, it stuns. Um, if the arcane character scores a success, bam. Did you roll your... No, I did not. Yes. There you go. Oh, success with the raids. It's successful with the rays. Okay. Uh, targets within the area of effect must make bigger rolls or be shaken. With the rays, the victims must make bigger rolls at minus two. Wow. Okay. So, minus two. And that cost me some magic points. Perhaps the faint trill of laughter is the magnitude. All right. So, what, since one of them is already stunned and you mm-hmm. get another stunned effect, does that not mean he takes a wound? No, no, because <laughs> no. stun is purely a stun. Oh, that's effect. true. It's just not a stun damaging effect. effect. Okay, it would be another damage effect. All right, so the first one five, three, yeah. seven, three. So two of them do not. Uh, minus two. So only yep. one of them passes. Yep. All right. I'm going to say this was the. This is going to be the one. Actually, this is the one holding the brass knuckles that was already stunned. I'm just going to go in order from left to right, and so that's where they were standing. Uh, <laughs> Maybe maybe it's just as you threw this bottle. It conks him and he closes his eyes right as the bang goes up. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's certainly everyone else in the uh, the club. There's this big explosion of sound and light centered around the bar. Um, we are going to go ahead now and uh, draw initiative cards, okay? Well, Mr. Figs has to roll, too. Oh, that's right. That's right. right. Yeah. So Officer Figs. Yeah, that's with a minus two. Minus two. Bigger minus two. Congratulations. Oh. You are stunned. Yep. 
Okay, so you're going to start this off stunned as well, then. Okay. Uh, do you just want to roll okay. that on fancy grounds and talisman rather than try and deal with the dick? Um, I was just going to use it on here. Um, I mean, it doesn't... I know, it's not brilliant. I mean, but it's a lot worse when there's five of us with various speed-changing powers and stuff. Right. I have but you speed. can do it as an initiative with tokens on the map if you know how to do that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this one apparently not. I okay. to, uh, to tokens, but I just dealt it to everyone's hand. Uh, okay. Um, so we just okay. deal to So the what's going on is... Uh, oh, I didn't mean to steal the card. Yeah. Alright, so what do we do here? We just click on these cards? It, yeah. You just click on the card and it should open it up for you and you can see what yours is. And then Burke can just call down the list and go, Ace, right. King, Queen. So everybody go, click whoa, on their whoa, cards. Oh, that thing stuff, me now. You stole my card, Bert. I did, but it was a Queen of Clubs. Everybody else go ahead and click on their cards. Pretty lass. Okay, so uh, Logos got a Queen. Uh, thugs act on a three. Was oh, it just count down a list. Ace, King, I, yeah, queen. I can't actually see your cards. No, so. right, I understand oh. that. So count down a list. Say, hey, True. Ace. Right. So King. starting at a Joker, did anybody get a Joker? No Jokers. Ace, King, Queen. That would be me. Yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, I got the Queen of Diamonds. Did you get clubs, did you say? Yes, I got clubs. Yes. Queen of clubs. So me first. Okay. Reverse alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, the one who got clonked on the head and has put on the brass knuckles, I will uh, sweep up another one of the full beers and then smash him over the head with the beer. Why not? Seems like a sensible thing to do before stuff starts going down. Oh, do I not like this way? Right. Ah. Fighting test of four, okay? Yeah, uh, yep. Even though he is stunned, his parry is still enough that that will not do... Okay, so that was eh. one queen. So let's spend a Benny. Come on, let's do this right at the beginning and go okay. for it. Why not? Yay! That'll work. That is uh, okay. And he has a parry of four. That is going to hit. A... Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do some damage for me there. Do it just as uh, like a club. And this is a guy that's already shaken. Uh, that's enough. That is enough to get Woo. past. Uh, his beefiness, and uh, he drops like a sack of stones. You're all talk. Uh, Nick? Uh, I will take another stone out of my pocket and boom! Throw it at him. Casting bolt! (laughs) Okay. As cacao comes from my head. What does this look like? Uh, uh, you're definitely uh, there's uh, tensions yeah. being gathered, uh, mostly towards the ball, uh, the bar area, which you were not immediately near. So you still have kind of the cover of the crowd. Uh, but what does it look like? Uh, it looks like I throw a stone at okay. the guy, and it uh, when it hits him, and it's suspiciously grenade-like again. Um, it hits him, and he well, we'll see what happens then. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure. Go ahead and give us a throwing roll, or actually, I guess you're casting a spell. So yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, kabam, kabam. Okay. Uh, yes. Success. Success. And uh, go ahead and roll your bolt damage. Two d six. Six. Do these explode? 
Yes. It doesn't matter. They do. Um, six. six, just enough. Uh, since he was already stunned, he'll drop as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was at Queen. So, Jax. I have a Jack. Okay, what are your different Jacks? I have a Jack. I have a Jack of uh, clubs. Clubs. Hearts. Hearts. Clubs. Clubs. Wait, Wait there's oh, two Jack of clubs? You've got a. How is that you possible? You can't. It shouldn't be possible. Oh. Uh, mm. Alright, so we'll all, be dealing all, initiative and fantasy ground from here out. <laughs> All I'm uh, doing is moving out of the way behind, going backstage. That's all I'm doing anyway. Okay, that's fine. Uh, fade into the crowd, uh, extricate yourself from the situation. Uh, <laughs> yep. Franny, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just going to look up, look at the bar and go, uh, Kai, are you okay? I'm not actually going to do anything except move maybe towards Kai to make sure okay. she's okay. Uh, so you're calling out across the room. Remember, this is a fairly crowded area, so you're going to have to shout pretty loud to get her attention. Yeah, I'm gonna shout pretty okay. loud. Uh, good and enough. Start, and start moving towards Kai. Okay, so you're moving towards the bar area. Uh, very yeah. good. And Samuel, what does Samuel do? Uh, first, you need to become unstunned. <laughs> Spirit roll. Spirit um, roll. Dog. He's. My card is in the way of everything. There you can click you on can it. Just click reduce. again, and it will just. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't a club. It was a spade that I had. Oh, okay. It was my fault. I forget what the suits are. Uh, so you rolled right, a five, but, uh, which is a success. Yes. Uh, you cannot act, however. You're basically just shaking your head. You can move. Are uh, you moving towards I'm, the bar or away from the bar? I'm just looking around, going, "What happened? What happened? Who threw that? What happened?" Okay. And a ten. Uh, nine, eight. I actually that covers. Wait, well, yeah. So their turn. Uh, the two that are still standing will attempt to shake their stunned. Not good for him. Ah, one does. One becomes unshaken uh, and attempts to move towards the exit door as he pushes through the crowd. The other one's still shaking his head, <clears throat> trying to clear his clear his eyes. Okay, so uh, we're going to a next round now. It's not okay. Guards are dealt. Any more of the Joker? No. Ace. Yep. Ace. Yes. Go for it. Oh, no, no. All right. Uh, there's one. Are they, did they both move towards the exit? Only one. They one did. of them is still uh, stunned, gripping his head, uh, not able to really do much of anything. He can, he can still move. He can still move, but he's, but he's blinded, really I'm going to say, so he's not really, yeah. Uh, the other guy was um, able to clear his eyes. Let's uh, let's continue this. I will sweep up an ashtray off of the table and then chuck it at the guy who's trying to make for the exit. Don't leave. We were just getting acquainted. Okay. Make us a throwing roll there. Yeah, it's just a pain in the ass to get it to do. <clears throat> yeah. Things. Sorry. Get it straightened out as soon as I move. Four is going to hit. Clocks him in the back of the head. Go ahead and roll some damage. Just going to do it that way because that is the easiest way to do it. Oh, ah, horrible, horrible. Not, yeah, it, it basically hits him in the back of the head, but it's just not got enough oomph behind it to make any difference. He takes us one staggered foot and just keeps going on in the same direction. Uh, that was used to. Ace, king, queen. Uh, we, eight. Uh, what, Jaren, what do you have? What does the bad guys have? They're not going till six. Okay, so yeah, I, have, I have an eight of hearts. Eight of hearts um, is the next. All right, go for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm 
I intend to just back away. I've I've done my business here. So you never, uh, you didn't really approach the bar when all this was going? You just kind of lobbed a few things? So you can actually just take a couple steps back and you'll be in the crowd. Yep, I take a couple steps back in the crowd. I'm going to make my way over to Farine because, you know, she's attractive. Why not? (laughs) All right. uh, Six of hearts uh, goes before six of spades. I have a seven. You have a seven. Okay, go ahead. Seven diamonds. Uh, How far, like, Am I anywhere near the bar yet? I can say that you can finish your movement, get to the bar, get to Kai at this point. Okay. Uh, there's still one guy there trying to blink his eyes, and his, uh, his ears are ringing. I'm going to I'm going to grab a bottle off the bar and bash him in the head with it. <laughs> okay. I, and just stop bothering my friend, you loser. Negative two for picking up a thing at the yes. same time that you use. Negative one on top of that because it's an improvised weapon. Yes. Okay, so that would be fighting at, at three minus, at minus three. Okay. Yeah. At least you got all the ages to correct that, which Kai did. Not quite. Hang on, I gotta cards in the way. Yeah, Kai's got the Jackie Chan thing going on where she can just pick up anything and it becomes a weapon. It's a two. Okay, so rolled a two. Now, um Benny's. Benny's in this, as uh Richard was saying, there's only one color uh that you need to keep track of for the most part. There are legend chips. We'll get into that when it happens. Uh okay. so the chip can be used for a re-roll. Uh that is its function. Oh. So you can take your two, uh, or you can re-roll, but it's at the same minuses that you had originally. So it may or may not be worth it to you. Um I'm not. I'm going to content myself with pouring beer on his face and going, that's what you get when you disrespect women around here. Now right. get well, out! You do take the swing. Uh, yeah. It just misses. Uh, and you can... <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, we'll, the rest of that can happen on the next round. No, uh, I'm just going to uh, give him some... I'm going to give him a lot of lip. Okay. Um, so, six of spades will go before six of hearts. Mm-hmm. All right, so this guy is going to try and shake, uh, unshake here. And he continues to blink his eyes, hold his ears. Uh, he's staggering around a little bit. Uh, the other guy gets to the exit door and pushes through. And now, six of hearts. So that guy at the exit door, he is not shaken. Mm-hmm. He is not. Is he within 16 of me, whatever the units are? I never... Don't even know uh, yes, but there will be a lot of patrons in between. But he is visible. Uh, confusion. Confusion. It does, doesn't matter. It's a spell. Mm-hmm. It's a confusion. It doesn't mind matter. Mind to mind. So long as he knows yep. where the... Or yep. so long as she knows uh, where the target is. Don't. That's one PowerPoint to do this thing. And all he's going to do is potentially shake him. So there's not much point doing it on anyone who isn't shaken. Where are we? There we go. Think. Nope. Nope. Uh, the Worth Benny? I'll do one Benny. I'll do one Benny because what the hell. That's better. That's better. And uh, does he get a spirit Smart. test? Yep. Smarts test. Uh, Smarts minus two. Smarts minus two will be shaken. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, he's going to be shaken. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh, yeah, so he goes for the exit door and uh, he fumbles at it. He can't seem to get the door to uh, open. Well, I decided, I, since uh, Confusion, uh, since all my spells are psychic and I don't actually have any trapping inside it, I basically mentally rewire his head for a moment to give him synesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so he can uh, sort of taste the door in front of him. <laughs> uh, okay. Fair hear enough. the beer pouring, and I hear the beer being tasted. <laughs> uh, and has everyone gone? Mr. Pigs. Mr. Nope. Pigs. Yep. 
last, try and last... unshake. He's unshaken. Oh, you're unshaken. No, okay, I am so... unshaken. Yes, go ahead. So there's one person that left. Uh, trying to leave. He's fumbling at the door. And there's one person still here clutching his ears and trying to, you know, get his eyes to focus. There's one guy on the ground. Uh, yeah, two guys, two guys on the ground. Uh, the, you, his, guys uh, the this ground. guy that's clutching his uh, ears, rubbing his eyes, his coat's open. You can definitely see a big handgun in there. Not that that's particularly illegal by itself, but... Um, I'm going to walk up to him as I'm saying loudly, I'm an officer of the law. Thank you, everybody, for helping. Uh, please One call question. the police. You hold up your badge when you say this. Yes. Okay. Uh, people start leaving the the joint. Uh, go, go ahead and finish what you're saying. Well, it doesn't matter if they, they leave. I just don't want these four to leave. Uh, I'll look at the bartender and say, call the police. I, but you're already here. We need more. Uh, the one I point to the to the one guy that can't get out the door. I said, "Somebody, please hold him down." And I walk up to the guy that's holding his ears, pull out his gun, and just push him down. Okay, he's still uh, blinking away. Uh, he can't quite see very well. Uh, we'll, we'll go out of combat at this point. And he just looks up at you and says, "What's your problem, Flatfoot? I am broken in the laws." Who who set off the dynamite? You- what was all that sound effects and light? Go after that guy. You said you pulled his you gun out of his... Uh, I'm sorry, did you say you pulled his gun out? Yeah. He says, I got a license for that. I'm sure you do. But you four are the ones that were causing the disturbance. Everything was fine until you four showed up. He was just inquiring about the owner. That's not for me to decide. That's for the the law to take care of. <laughs> uh, at this point, uh, Mooney is uh, suddenly uh, by the bar <laughs> from out of nowhere. She says, a big smile on her face, she says, You are absolutely correct, officer. These goons here were causing no end of trouble in my establishment. They threatened my bartender. I heard them. The guy's like, guy just stares daggers at her. Can the other one, the one who is at the door, can he stop me at all? Not really. <laughs> All right, I, I placed the yeah. dead corpse badge in his pockets. Oh, oh. <laughs> take a penny! <laughs> oh my! All right. Uh, do you put yeah. the wallet? Do you put the dead cop's wallet in a different guy's pocket? <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. All right, okay. you put the badge in anyway. Okay. Uh, and this guy, you know, this guy puts his hands on the table. Says, I don't want no trouble, officer. We just came here for a drink. Wanted to talk to Miss Mooney, who made herself absent when we came in. Got no trouble. Didn't cause any trouble. Uh, can I help my friends up? They seem to have some problems standing. No, they can stay no. right there. They're fine just where they're at. That's a nice soft floor. They should stay <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, so they, uh, they do eventually regain uh, senses, and they just, since you were not letting them stand up, uh, and there's several people kind of uh, surrounding you now. So Mooney's staff basically is there. Uh, one of Mooney's barbacks keeps the other guy from leaving, uh, brings it back over the table. Staff, thugs, same thing. Yeah. 
So the guy that was kind of yeah. a spokesman for him, uh, who's now sitting on the ground, uh, he's got his hands uh, up on his head so you can see him. Uh, since you are holding the yep. one thug's gun, um, he says, Officer, there's just been uh, miscommunication here. Nobody here was trying to cause any trouble. Uh, let me pay for any damages that we might have caused to Miss Mooney's establishment. That would make it okay, wouldn't it, Miss Mooney? Said so the court should decide the damages. <laughs> Miss Mooney thinks about this for a minute. She looks over again and says, Well, officer. Considering the damage was done to my reputation in bar, I think I will decline to press charges. Miss uh, Mooney, are you sure about that? These thugs could come back and do more damage. Uh, we have a we have a really nice sweet cell that they could stay in. She looks over him as if pondering for a moment, and uh, the the talker of the group, uh, kind of their leader, says, "You know, Miss Mooney, the more trouble." It comes to uh, my boys and I. Uh, the larger that ledger piles up against you. Sir, uh, are you threatening Miss Mooney? Oh, it's not a threat. It's just a matter of <laughs> bookkeeping, officer. Miss uh, Mooney shakes her head and says, ah, Officer, uh, I thank you very much for uh, protecting my patrons to my bar. It's very much appreciated. I don't Honestly, want to have to come down to booking and fill out the paperwork. I think if these gentlemen here promise to not come back, and I promise to see your boss in the morning, that our differences can be sorted. Yes? Absolutely, ma'am. Uh, so, Moon, you're doing, officer? people are such pills. I... Uh I, really I, I look at Miss Mooney and say, are you sure you don't want to press charges? I'm if sure, you're absolutely sure, really, it would I, be more of a headache than, than it's worth to get these trash off the street. Just a night it would take their lawyers to get them out. It's not really worth trouble. Uh, if you say so, Miss Mooney. said, gentlemen, please leave and don't come back. All right, and they uh, hand the, the gun to the one guy. Okay. Thank you, officer. Uh, the one guy says, Me my pals will uh, not bother Miss Mooney again. Uh, what was your name, by the way? Yeah, he lo you still have your badge out, right? Yes. Yeah. Officer Figs, your credit to that badge. Uh, gives you a big, just crap-eating smile. <laughs> yes, I am, and don't you ever forget it. Uh, they take their leave. A lot, when you drew the badge, a lot of people left. Um, but after gunfire didn't end up happening, they start to come back in slowly. And Miss Mooney yells at the band, I'm not paying you to sit there and gawk. Play something. And uh, the music starts up again. The mediocre is a little bit even less than that now as they <laughs> play uh, with... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just step up and sing something. Okay. Well, if you start singing again, you know, you'll draw people back in. And Miss Mooney uh, says, uh, Officer Fix, uh, your friends here as well? Uh, please, uh, have a drink on me tonight. Uh, keep oh. with my bartender there. He'll be glad to provide you with anything you'd like. Uh, ma'am, ma'am, that is very kind of you, but I cannot accept that. I will pay my way. And put a quarter down and get a beer. <laughs> I think, Olive is. 
Um, can I appear from the crowd now? Yes. That, uh, yes, you can. Miss <laughs> um, Mooney, who? who the bartender those? slides Kai a beer. <laughs> All right. Somebody will drink it. Who were those particular <laughs> individuals? I, uh, I'm afraid I didn't recognize them. Could be because of the light. All right. Uh, so you just to set this up. You just stepped out, you know, from a bunch of the crowd. Uh, she really, uh, you know, no one really saw you partake of uh, anything oh, yeah. going on. So you just, it's like uh, he looks over to you, got a little grimace on her face. She says, "Um, private business. Uh, no worries. I'm sorry if you were inconvenienced tonight. Uh, if oh. uh, you feel that uh, your time here was uh, ruined for the evening, I'd be glad to refund your cover charge." Uh, uh, it's basically just waving you off as a customer that uh, a little too nosy for his own good. Biggs, ask her who the men were from. Uh, well, your stage was bring here. She's standing yeah. in front of you, so she's like, "Oh, you know, Officer Figs, then." Biggs, help! Biggs, <laughs> don't leave me hanging here. <laughs> oh, Biggs. I think that's... Miss Mooney is. Do you know these the four that came in? Unfortunately, just I, for my own personal. Okay. You know, just just uh, for me. I'm not giving this. I I am trying to do better, but I, I I'm still working on voices. But imagine that Miss Mooney has a slight French accent, very slight, more affected than real. Of course. <laughs> uh, and she will say, "Well, uh, yes, of course, uh, I know who they are." Uh, Local thugs, riffraffs, uh, run a racket in this area, uh, offering protection uh, against violence and uh, potentially other threats to my bar. Uh, I refuse their services, and they are uh, a little upset about that. I'm going to have my little notebook out and take notes. Well, thanks. Uh, okay, when you do that, she's conspicuously, I mean, she's not giving Bigs. aim. She just says, uh, it's, you know, just, uh, local entrepreneurs, uh, trying to offer a service, which I declined. Uh, very much she's, she's, she's taken every effort to make it sound like it's, it's an above board thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that yeah. it came to follow up on, uh, that initial rejection I gave them. Nothing, nothing to concern yourself with, uh, Ms. Officer Figs, really. Oh, those men moved for their guns. Oh, they had they had guns. Ooh, it was a rare, very nasty forty-five. Typically, those came back from the war. Most uh, of them did, uh, anyways. Yes, well, um, I'm glad that Mister Figs here, within uh, his authority, was able to keep them from doing anything rash. I have no idea why such individuals would pack heat in my establishment. Bulletproof vests bespeaks of experience and knowledge. No? Uh, she looks a little flustered at your uh, at your pushing, and she's like, "Well, I'm sure that people who are in the business of selling protection are them in themselves well armed and armored. It would make typically a certain not. amount of sense, I would think. It typically mm-hmm. they are ro- low rent thug." who might smash up a joint but they ain't gonna start shooting uh the rest of you guys are just still kind of hanging around as well uh so you're you're privy to this conversation that's being kind of held around the bar yeah yeah maybe we could uh also face i i i do the little 
Ixnay on the writing game. <laughs> I put my notebook away. Yeah, we're just concerned citizens, Mrs. Moody. Concerned citizens. Well, well, uh, put your concerns away. Enjoy the atmosphere of the night. Uh, yeah, barkeep, uh, have give this man uh, whatever he would like from the bar. Well, the, the the premise of my concern is that this is, you know, something going on in one of my areas that I like to frequent. I just hate to see such a reputable establishment of yourself as hurt by such unscrupulous ne'er-do-wells. Um, she starts to kind of to get an idea of maybe what you're about, and uh, she gives you kind of a knowing nod to oh. I see. Are you perhaps uh, in the business of offering certain protections yourself, Mr. I didn't catch the name. Oh, no, I didn't give it. Uh, the, I'm more, <laughs> I more solve other people's problems. That's the business that I am in. And it sounds like you have an awful problem here. And perhaps this problem could go away. Oh, so you are peddling a service. Well. Now, during this conversation, I'm back at the table. Okay, so you, you so turn I'm not, around. I'm not going to be part of it. Okay. All right. So who's still standing around listening at this point? Kai is at the bar drinking. As long as the free booze is coming your way, I expect that is the case. Actually, yeah, Franny's at the bar drinking with Kai. Okay. Good thing. I like that. All right. Uh, well, she says, do you have a card? Uh, professional references? And a card appears between my fingers. Okay. What does your card say? Uh. It's blank. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's blank. Oh, it's, it says, man who has butter jelly has... No. Uh. It will say, uh. Krispy Kreme products. It'll say, pests removed, areas fumigated. And ne'er do wells dealt with. And it will have, uh. Oh. Ooh. I'll put, uh. This. Uh, I'll put, uh. A Stewart Enterprise. Hmm. Okay. And you are Mr. Stewart then? That works as well as anything else. Um. Oh. Can't you- she takes the card, she reads it, she kind of, uh, kind of, uh, uh, tuts it a couple of times in her lips, thinking about it. She says, I might have need of your services, uh, but if you wouldn't mind, Mr. Stewart, mm-hmm. uh, why don't you enjoy the rest of the evening and perhaps come back around and see me after closing? Uh, and just so that we can, uh, it's Vance, but I'm not going to be going telling people my name because that that gets in trouble. <laughs> Certain people should know that my name is running around here. Um. Well, just there appeared to be a couple other people who also rose to the occasion, and maybe you could invite them along as well. Some things are just not one man job. You understand. And I'm always open to meet new friends. Hmm. Maybe. Um, 
some of my staff and uh, acquaintances here and did act admirably in my, well, the bar's defense tonight, to be truthful. Uh, maybe they're looking for a little, a little extra in their paychecks. I will inquire, but why don't you come around after close, Mr. Stevens? Stewart. Stewart, Mr. Stewart. Yes. Um, of course, I, I love an opportunity to make a new friend. And I'll go back to Mr. Biggs. Okay. Um, after he leaves, uh, the rest of you guys that are still around, is and is, uh, he's still there? I uh, know she got spooked, and she's... Well, say that she's backstage and can be called out to join the PCs if needed, but otherwise she's out of the way for now. Okay. Well, the rest of you are kind of standing around the bar. And um, Franny and uh, Kai, uh, she'll come over to you and lay... Uh, this gentleman's card down in front of you, and says, uh, have you uh, heard of this guy before? Have we? <laughs> I, I don't know. How connected uh, are you with the local... There none of, none of you guys have links to him, uh, so you would not <laughs> know him uh, specifically. And if I remember that, Jack, your backstory is you just got here, right? You haven't yeah. been here long, so you don't really have a rep. Yeah, yeah. that's fair okay. point. So I can't. I, I don't even know. Like using the street blast. Okay. Yeah. No rep yet to know. Yeah, and he's too. He's too local for me to have a slightest idea who he is because I'm from more up north. Mm-hmm. My background. Actually, I think everybody here. Why would I transplant. care? Well, Kai, um, you might care because there might be a little bit of extra money in it for you, and uh, your current employers might want to see some trouble come to those goons. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> If uh, Good a reason is any to do anything, I guess. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, so, you know, she says, like, well, if you're interested in uh, earning a little bit of extra money, uh, why don't you come on back to the cash room after we close down? Uh, and with that, you know, she will withdraw. So she'll let Franny, you still have a couple more uh, sets to sing tonight. <clears throat> Kai, uh, bar's been open to you so you can drink. <laughs> All right, so uh, the rest of the evening goes on much less well, uneventfully. Uh, but yeah. go ahead, you can have a you can uh, have a scene oh. back with Samuel. Well, actually, I was going to when I go got a Samuel. I was saying, ah, uh, that young uh, Chinese girl or Indian. I'm sorry, that young Indian girl looked like she had a mighty good arm. You know her? No, no, I um, <clears throat> I don't know her. I've seen her around. She. I've seen her drive through the streets in a car, you know, basically as a chauffeur to somebody. Yeah, this ain't the first time she ever been in a scrap. Might be a person worth knowing. Actually, uh, Chris, you did, I think you did pick Kai as your link, did you not? No. Oh. I did. You did? did. So are you lying to him? No. Okay. Huh? I'm confused. No, that that's how... That's how I said I had the link to her. Oh, just you just seen her I've around seen... and okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. She's she's not on the streets, you no know, being a troublemaker. She's actually doing something. Oh, yes, right. She you were impressed around. that she had a job and that she wasn't. Uh, yeah, okay, I got you. Wasn't. Yeah. Well, perhaps we should go introduce ourselves, Mister Figs. Uh, not right now. Well, I will bow to your superior wisdom, Mister Figs. Actually, if uh, you 
if your characters wanted to exit at this point and go do your thing at the jail, uh, yeah. we can just uh, side it and say you got whatever information you wanted. Uh, then okay. you come back later in the evening. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Uh, so you guys take your exit then uh, <laughs> and go and speak to someone that's in currently in incarceration. Mm-hmm. Exit stage left. Okay. So uh, Anise uh, and um, Franny both have a couple more sets to play through the night. Um, and uh, so the roles you made early on is like what you're, what you're going to get for the night for all of your performances. Uh, so by the end of the night, come closing time, you guys have done uh, pretty well after figuring out what the, uh, you know, you get a, you get a, percent, uh, a percent, uh, of the draw. And of course, Miss Mooney takes hers as well to cut from you, but you will both make a fair amount of money. Um, sticking around while uh, things are all being uh, closed down and everything cashed out because it's a cash business, so you're waiting for your your payment. Um, Anise, um, we're going to say you're end of the night, um, waiting around to get paid. Uh, Dragon is with me at this point. Okay, very good. Uh, So it's you guys. It's a couple of barbacks are still around cleaning up. uh, And Miss Mooney, uh, after she's locked everything up, Okay. Nice. Um, <coughs> Miss Mooney uh, pulls in uh, another favor from Anise and says, uh, Anise, after she hands you your take from the tonight, um, would you perhaps be interested in uh, making a little bit more money? I might have uh, use for another friend tonight uh, with that uh, irregular appearance of those thugs. I've uh, set up a meeting with uh, someone that might be able to help. In, in some way. Well, certainly, Miss Mooney, if you think I can help. I think you have just what we need for this. And she smiles. <laughs> the I own you bitch smile. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, uh, Kai, uh, if, you're, if you've been drinking all night, uh, are you trying to drink to excess? Or <laughs> Since the no, he's just just enjoying yourself. Just enjoying. It. I mean, I will Are you be tickles drinking or normal drinking? <laughs> Ordinary drinking. But I will be telling the people around me that three hundred miles an hour. I could have done that. Car down the down the center road at, uh, at night when there's nobody else around. Yeah, easy. Sure I'd do a 300 around a loop-de-loop on a hairpin curve on a mountainside. Then I'd be impressed. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, Miss Mooney uh, closes up, and about that time, if you're punctual, uh, Mr. Vance. Of course. Right. I'm early. So uh, did, did you talk Samuel into coming? Or of really course I did. Out of this? Uh, I said, Sam, these people are clearly up to no good in your neighborhood. We need to take appropriate action. And perhaps we can, this might help us out in um, finding out these mysterious uh, burglars. Maybe it might be a more direct path. I smile broadly. Come on, Sammy. Yeah, up to you, Chris, as to whether or not yeah. you want to. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll go. I'll do okay. it. Yeah, you know, anything to make the uh, neighborhood safer. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, well, Miss Mooney lets you in as you knock on the doors after hours and uh, invites everybody in just fine. But uh, just like, oh, you brought Samuel with you. Um, hmm. 
Oh, Sammy here is only after the greater good. He's a dear, close, personal friend of mine. Hmm. All right. Well, she shrugs at that and says, Well, Mr. Figs, uh, a little checking up on you, uh, as in trying to find out who has bought you and who hasn't. <laughs> says, uh, and I, I hear only good things about you. So maybe, maybe, uh, an official presence uh, in a lesser capacity might uh, might indeed make this neighborhood a bit safer. Uh, please come in, come in. I go and I say, "Ma'am, my my job is to make the neighborhood safer, and if this me if this can help do it, then I'm going to do it." Well, it uh, it certainly might. Uh, can I do? I have to stand up for humility? Can I simply call you Sam, or or must we use Officer Figs? Uh, Sam is fine. Great. Sam, uh, come on back. Uh, so she rounds everybody up, takes you back to, uh, the cash room, which is basically a back room, several removes from the bar itself. Uh, no windows, uh, just the one door, uh, so that it's it's a bit more private. Uh, she has some appetizers brought up from the kitchen before she lets everyone else go. And, uh, so she starts off as well, uh, amongst friends new and old um yes i'm afraid that uh, the bar has uh, had a small issue of late with uh well uh again she's kind of tiptoeing over anything that sounds like it's illegal because of the officer that's involved uh, certain uh establishments that have been set up in the area have been going around selling uh a certain amount of uh Protection services being offered uh, against things like, oh, vandalism, uh, crowd control when needed, that sort of thing. And I'm afraid they've been rather heavy-handed in their offerings, uh, not taking no for an answer in many circumstances, coming back often to uh, make their offers uh, again and again. And I'm afraid those men that came here last night... um, and again, thank you for stopping any possible problem that could have ha- happened there. I'm, I'm very upset to find that these men were armed. And as you say, uh, dressed in such a fashion where gunplay may have been involved. Um, it seems that their business model <laughs> uses uh, the threat of violence as one of their selling points. Um, Officer, they're new to this area of the city. They're not, um, I am sure, being an officer that works the beat, you're very well aware of the criminal element that runs uh, in our fair city, uh, in more particular the areas uh, that we call home. Uh, This new group uh, is, uh, well, they're new in town, and as far as I can tell, they are not a part of anyone that... um, we currently, out of necessity, uh, do pay a little kickbacks to now and then. Uh, he looks over to Kai and says, uh, in particular, your boss might very well be interested in what these uh, men are trying to do, as I believe their endeavors will uh, intrude upon your boss's less than... We can't have that. Well, yes. I thought that may... You should really get that chair oiled. Yes, whoever is making that sound. That would be. No, you, Miss Meaden. We're in your office. I assume it's your chair. Hmm. So. 
Um, did they, when they came around offering their protection, uh, did they say who they were offering it for behalf? Well, they left a card, actually. Um, oh. She goes over to uh, her safe um, back to the room. Uh, she pulls the tumblers and she pulls out an envelope uh, and hands it over uh, to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says the the envelope did not come with the uh, the information, just the card inside. Hmm. I will examine it. Okay. Uh, the I'm card is. Look, Go ahead. I was going to look over his shoulder and say, "May I see that?" Oh, of course, Officer Fix. Of course. Okay. Yeah, definitely look at it. All right. Uh, it is a cream-colored card. Uh, it is uh, what's called a plastered card. So it has been, um, you know, it, it's it's firm. Uh, it, it definitely shows that it is, uh, this is not a cheap uh, printed card. You know, someone uh, spent some money on this thing. Uh, it is simple block letters uh, spaced uh, evenly in the middle. And give me just a second here. i got to pull up my notes on this. Right, it says the Villa or Via Brothers, V I L L A. I didn't do it. <laughs> you kidding? You've got no ambition? Shame. Yep. Uh, other than the name, the only thing else that it has uh, is the as an address. It's actually the intersection of two streets. Villa do I recognize Brothers. that address? Do, do we name? Do we recognize the name? It is 112, and Rouge is the address, which is not on your beat, officer. Um, certainly, you know the roads, but it's not you know it's not something you've got direct knowledge of. Uh, Villa Brothers, you, people can roll me streetwise. You might have, it's possible that you might have heard something about. Nope. Nope. No. Maybe. Uh. Actually, that would make that would make sense, uh, Franny. Uh, you vaguely remember the name from back east, uh, up New York way. Actually, um, there are five large crime families uh, that essentially comprise uh, well, it's the mafia, really. Uh, Villa Brothers are one. They're they're like they are brothers uh, of one of those five syndicates, one of those five families. You just vaguely remember reading about this in uh, uh, an article piece in a newspaper talking about the different families. Of course, uh, organized crime doesn't exist, according to certain people. But <laughs> the, uh, the gossip mags, uh, rags, and uh, newspapers of the time uh, certainly play up a lot of these as uh, larger-than-life figures. Uh, they're almost celebrities in some cases. So anyway, the, the name, the Villa Brothers, sound familiar to you passingly. Uh, there's a connection to one of the five families. So that's uh, from back up north. Uh, for them to be here in the CSA is, uh, well, that's very interesting. <laughs> it is very interesting. Yeah, especially you- since there is already a, an arm of the mafia family out here. Uh, that's, you know, it's, it's a minor family, but uh, there is already a, an arm of it here. The Black Hand, they're commonly referred to, and everybody knows of them. Huh. Generally, they handle gambling, prostitution, extortion, that sort of thing. Uh, so they would be, these, these Villa Brothers would definitely be kind of horning in on their business. And Kai, uh, your employer works directly for the Black Hand. Ooh. 
I guess we should do something about this then. Booze yeah, running. People sound nasty. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's do something about these people coming into town. Did bad it could cause deaths on the street. Yep. Um. Did they? Did these people speak in a local accent? Um, the- uh, I was trying really hard to make it sound like not. No, they got kind okay, of like that. Yeah. A New York kind of <laughs> yeah that's that's the what I got. I just thought that was general thug voice until two and two came together um yeah. Sharon, will you share that information with us? Yeah, oh yes, I will all right um like, I, I think the the Villa brothers I remember reading something about them, but they seem I thought they were based up in the in the the northern part the u s a part of the country. Mm-hmm. Well, that is very, very interesting. It seems like, and none of the, none of those particular gentlemen had a local accent, so I assume they were hired outside thugs. Um, were they the similar to the four who originally came to visit your establishment, ma'am? Uh, no, no. These, uh, these look like errand boys. The, the gentleman that actually came to speak to me, uh, earlier this week was well dressed, uh, well mannered. Uh, and presented himself as a. Uh, she rolls her eyes when she says, "Honest businessman," uh, but did not take too kindly to me uh, refusing his services. I tried to explain that we are already paying for uh, certain services, uh, and his would be redundant. But he did not take that uh, as a firm no. May I please have a description of him? Um, sure. He, she describes a man that's maybe on the short side, about five, 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 six, uh, slick back black hair. He had a well-groomed mustachio. Uh, he had a very, uh, dark cast to his skin. Uh, she pins him as being perhaps European, uh, had something of an accent, but she couldn't place it. He wore a very bright pinstripe suit with a very strong royal purple coloring to it. Uh, walked with a slight limp and uh, used a cane uh, with a very large uh, brass head on it. <laughs> cane, brass head, anything that the brass head stuck out to her for any reason? Um, not particularly, other than I imagine it would be a very uh, very useful bludgeoning device. Sword, black hair, mustache, don't cast. And he smoked the most foul-smelling cigarettes. Uh, do you recognize the particular brand? Oh, no. Quite foul-smelling. Mm, interesting. Right. Huh. Maybe I could ask my friend Shock if he... Can you describe the package? Oh, I didn't see the package. He, uh, he came in smoking it. He used one of those very, uh, for a man, a quite effeminate cigarette holder. Uh, and I just noticed the smell. Uh, quite distasteful. Indeed. Hmm. Okay. He said he looked very European. Well, he had uh, a certain um, the way he spoke, uh, his his manner of speech, a uh, slight inflection. There was a very slight. Um, it just for some reason uh, he just struck me as being very uh, European, perhaps uh, uh, recently from there. Interesting. 
I'm afraid there wasn't much more. I didn't see what uh, he rode up. He rode here in. He uh, he was transported. There was a very large uh, black and silver appointed vehicle uh, that I just caught a bit of uh, as he passed uh, through the window. I'm afraid I did not get a, a model. Certainly not a plate. <laughs> he handed me this card and told me that when I reconsidered, uh, that I should stop by. Hmm. All right, that is Miss Moody. Um, that is going to be a problem because if I recall my past in dealing with people of this nature, someone's going to need to make a stop by and visit, um, or else they will become, shall we say, agitated. And these are the type of gentlemen, of course, that don't take no for an answer. Well, it certainly seems that they are that type. So tell me, Mr. Stewart, you are, and she looks at your card, uh, a reliever of pests. How much do you charge for such services? It depends on the nature of what you are asking. Certain small pests, of course, are... Relatively easy to get rid of. Other ones, um, this particular type of pest is a very, very large one indeed, ma'am. One might almost say it is a lion-sized pest. Hmm. Well, Mr. Stewart, I'm afraid that uh, though my bar does particularly well, I am not... uh, having a lion-sized bank account. Uh, Can we say... Would $50 be enough to get you started, plus expenses, and you let me know uh, if and when uh, that amount uh, no longer interests you? That will be perfectly fine. Of course, you have to understand, it depends on the level of violence that happens here. If uh, If it becomes extremely violent... There will we will have to have a reconsidering at that point. Of course, for this money, I simply let's say ask you to look into the matter, tell me a little bit more about this person, and maybe how I might get rid of them. If you are willing to be a go-between uh, and negotiate some truce between yeah. his business and my lack of desire in employing him, uh, if you can in some way make that known to him. Uh, I would consider that money uh, well spent. Of course. Uh, these others here, uh, friends to the bar, friends to me personally. Um, I. She kind of looks around uh, at everyone present, trying to weigh who she has leverage over and who she doesn't, and says, it's perhaps their talents could be put to use for you. I will uh, negotiate compensation for them individually, of course. Uh, but I would not want to put any of them in harm's way. Uh, oh. <laughs> I fear we have already passed that step in this matter. Um, unfortunately, there were... A couple of you chose to beat the uh, the Aaron boys. And they're... Um, 
A man making a mark in a territory cannot stand such things. There will be violence because of it. Yes, I expect that uh, may be a conclusion. But again, Mr. Stewart, if of you're course. able to gloss over our, our misunderstanding, and again, as I said, if you could broker some kind of deal, um, mm -hmm. I must put forth that I'm not willing to employ another group for protection. I'm already stretched thin as it is. Uh, she kind of looks at Kai and says, uh, Kai, I'm sure that uh, your bosses would agree that um, stretching this establishment's uh, earnings even further than they are now would not be in anyone's best interest. Oh, I'm sure they would make some call on what's meant to happen here, yes. Yeah. Well, this isn't this is this is a mighty this is a mighty interesting situation to be in because the only way this situation happens is if there's already been some kind of altercations. Do I know of any kind of major gang violence or does anybody here know of any kind of major fight that's occurred? Um, I will give for free uh, anyone that has Streetwise uh, that pretty much in this this territory, the gang violence happens between two central groups. Uh, you've got the Black Hand, which is essentially in this area, is a, a, a part of the Mafia. Uh, they supplanted another group, which is called the Red Sect, uh, who was operating in this area before the Black Hand. And they are supposedly, reportedly, to be a Vudan cult. Uh, they worked in the same areas of illegality, extortion, protection rackets, that sort of thing. Uh, but they also supposedly trafficked in other darker uh, <laughs> issues as well. Uh, now, a lot of that is rumored. Uh, no one you know, can substantially say that any of that is true. Uh, but occasionally there are dust-ups between the Black Hand and the Red Sect that do happen. Um, as far as wholesale gunning down of people in the day, broad daylight, that hasn't happened in a very long time. Yeah, that's... So, either they've been staying so far below the radar for the black hand that they haven't yet triggered ultraviolence, or, or they bought out whatever local franchises of the Black Hand exist. I would say, gentlemen and ladies, that we should go by and play the Villa Brothers a visit on behalf of Miss Moody here, and or see if we... Played by the Red Sect. I mean, it could be one, a lot of things. Well, the this would not bespeak to me of that type of, um, shall we say, action. The Red Sect would not do the things that the the Villa Brothers are doing. The Villa Brothers are doing a very classic maneuver here, whereas the Red Sect, I would believe, would have an entirely different line of action. So, yes, but just to um, well, hmm? we can speak. We can speak later, uh, Mister Stewart. Mm -hmm. I have some suspicions here. Well, let us... Can we not speak amongst friends? 
<laughs> as everyone looks at the cop. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Fix here, Officer Fix, is an upright and understanding member of the law. Um, as long as we get all the information we can, mm-hmm. and we let the local police handle it, everything should be okay. I'm just saying that um, you can correct me if I am wrong, uh, Kai, but I thought your employer worked for the Black Hand, so it would seem there might be two different factions of the Black Hand trying to point in on each other, which does not make sense. I don't think that makes sense. No, that's... There's a... There's a new... Can I use your phone? Uh, sure, Miss Mooney pulls a phone out uh, under a bunch of ledgers and drops it on the table for you. Alright, I make a call to... Hey, boss! This thing went down. We want to end on it? We want to stop it? Ooh, we want to find yeah. out more? Uh, so yeah, he's very interested. Uh, he is uh, a minor player in the Black Hand operation. Um, since Prohibition ended, most of the uh, booze running is just going to the few states that still have, uh, they're still dry places. Um, so a lot of that money is just minor now. They moved on to bigger deals. So your guy is kind of a minor player in the Black Hand. But uh, he knows when something is uh, is going to make the higher-ups uh, not happy. So he's like, oh, of course, Kai. We definitely need to look into this. Uh, let, me, let me make some calls around. Uh, see if anyone else has been hit up like this. Miss Mooney, all right? This is first. She should really have come to us when this happened the first time. Uh, I was here. It was fine. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, Kai, Miss Mooney is a good uh, a good client of ours uh, which uh, we have extended some protection to so why don't you hang around for a while and make sure that uh, your take for the week is increased uh, in proportion to what work you're doing for Miss Moon. We'll Sounds take good. you off uh, deliveries for at least a week. We'll see how this plays out. Oh, I don't get to drive. This is the worst news. Uh, Guy, uh, are you alone? No, I say, looking around the room at everybody. <laughs> I wave. All right, well, just remember to who your loyalties lie, right, Kai? Yeah, I got it. All right, and, uh, yep, hangs up. Okay. Keep in mind, this is like two in the morning. <laughs> All right, well, um... Kai's got some juice. They actually took the call. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Phone rings, you pick it up? Mm-hmm. It's still a novelty getting a phone call. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't think I've ever got one. Here, uh, can you guys hold on for just a second? Um, I need to... Yeah. Nick, can you uh, mute yourself for just a moment? Yeah, it is Nick. That it is Nick. Funny right. thing. Okay. We want to... Right. Yeah, you've got some kind of uh, game going on with your microphone there. You might want to check your Skype settings to make sure it's not auto... Uh, auto, what do we call it? Adjusting. <laughs> auto okay. adjusting, yeah. Uh, can we take like a two minute break? Um, sure. Okay. What a convenient point. Obviously. Is this better? Yep.
Music in this podcast was created by Kevin McLeod. More great music can be found at his website at incompetech.com. If you enjoy the show, we would love to hear from you. You can find links to our public forums, the software that we use, and other information at our homepage at bluemagic.com. That's B-L-U-M-A-G-I-K. Reviews on iTunes, recommends at rpgpodcasts.com, and email to steamsteelmurder at gmail.com are also appreciated. Thank you for listening. Thank you.